When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly from the Colts' win yesterday at Carolina. But one thing you need to know, and maybe this is kind of a, this bursts your bubble, this makes it less fun to watch later. It kind of, it's a, uh, a spoiler alert, I guess. There is no ugly in a, in a win. When you win, there's nothing ugly about it. So we're not going to do a lot of complaining about the Colts today. We're going to celebrate their 27-13 win at Carolina, while at the same time acknowledging exactly why it happened. And we know why it happened. And that's part of the good, not good, but great of yesterday's game. And that's Kenny Moore, man. You need sometimes when you got a team that lacks dynamic talent at key positions, and I'm afraid the Colts fall into that category, you need a player to step up, to rise above the morass of mediocrity and uh, imprint himself upon the result of the game. And that's exactly what Kenny Moore did yesterday for the Colts. Uh, the bad, the, the, uh, is there bad in a, a win like that? Yes, there's bad, and we're going to talk a little bit about the bad. Look, the Panthers came in with a run defense that really wasn't very good, so we're going to talk about the inability to run the football effectively yesterday. And and what Frank Frank Reich and his defensive staff did yesterday is what teams are going to continue to do with the Colts, and that's going to be the way it's going to be. That's it. We're going to talk about what's coming up, and there's plenty that's coming up. We're also going to talk about what was on Saturday, and that is an Indiana football win in Bloomington against Wisconsin, which I think the last time it happened, I was like a student at Indiana. It's been a long time, not literally that long, certainly, uh, Bill Mallory got it done several times back in the late 80s, early 90s. But what a great win for the Hoosiers. And all of a sudden, they go from 2-6 and six to 3-6, and six, and you're saying words, at least in your head, if not out loud, that just wouldn't have made sense 48 hours ago. Uh, we'll talk about the Pacers a little bit. A little bit. Pacers, they play tonight. IU basketball plays tomorrow night. We'll talk about Caleb Williams. Because Caleb Williams did something after USC got beat by Washington. I don't know. Like, uh, people are aligning on polar opposite thoughts where wh- what happened. And, and I got to tell you, I'm, I'm just, I would like to abstain from this continued conversation about Caleb Williams. We'll talk about what happened and why. It might be important in his draft uh, dossier as he prepares to be the number one pick overall in the 2024 draft. This is Breakfast with Kent for Monday, November 6th, 2023. Brought to you by the great people at MyBookie. You go to MyBookie, NFL college football brand new cash out system, gives you options to bet and win all season long. You go to the link that will be in the description and the comments section of this video. Use the promo code KENT. And up to $200, you 
your first deposit cash bonus. There you go. Uh, like this video because it's the polite thing to do. It's Hoosier Hospitality and all that. Subscribe. This close to 15,000 subscribers. Somehow that's meaningful to people. I don't understand it. I just like doing the videos. You like watching. That is a win-win without a bunch of subscribers. But go ahead and subscribe. I appreciate it. And if you want to make a donation, make a donation, a celebratory donation based on the Colts' ability to win the game yesterday. Let's talk about the good, the bad, the ugly from yesterday's game. The good. It wasn't good. It was great. Kenny Moore taken to the house twice. You don't need a good red zone offense if you're going to take it to the house twice. A pick six is really hard for an opponent to overcome. It's hard for a team to be so bad that they lose with one pick six. Colts yesterday, Kenny Moore had two in front of four of his sixes, and it was awesome. It was fun to watch him celebrate. It was fun to watch Kenny Moore do Kenny Moore things. I love that for Kenny Moore. Kenny Moore lifted the Colts yesterday all by himself. He should get an extension. He's due an extension at the end of the year. He should get an extension. He is a Colt. That defense without Kenny Moore, you want to think about what that defense would be without Kenny Moore? I do not. He did a great job. And, and schematically, they did a good job of taking away Adam Thielen. There's no doubt about that. Saguna Luby, he had a pick. That was a big pick. That kind of took the air uh, out of the Panthers and any ability that they had to come back in that game. Uh, pressure is death for Bryce Young. So getting four sacks, that was a good thing. I would have liked to have seen more blitzing up the gut because I don't think he would have known what to do about that. The channel for him to run was consistently up the gut. So I, I'm not sure why the wide berth on the pass rush, I, I didn't get it, especially that fourth and six that they converted where there was no spy and the pass rush came from the outside and the Panthers kind of funneled it out so that Bryce Young had a, had a place to go with the football and, and go get that first down. I just didn't get it. I think that's bad scheme. Not bad execution, but bad scheme. I, again, just didn't get it. Uh, Colts, obviously, here's good with, with uh, Jimmer saying Chris Ballard. They hit the nail on the head firing Frank Reich. You get what you tolerate. And yesterday, for a period of time, it looked like the Colts were playing the Colts from 2022. I didn't like the Colts of 2022. Everybody wants to give Frank Reich hugs on the Colts. Okay, that's good. So you've got a uh, you've got a counselor. I don't like counselor coaches. I like coaches who stick a foot up somebody's ass when things go a little bit askew. Like you do the wrong thing, sit your ass down. There's got to be a consequence. I don't think Frank Reich has brought a meaningful consequence against anybody in his coaching life. That's going to pay dividends early for a coach. Not not Carolina though. Here it did. You had that 2018 team that responded really, really well to nice guy Frank Reich lifting people, giving them a boost up rather than taking the guys who couldn't play and beating them down. So the people who are capable understand that there's a consequence for bad play. Frank Reich is not about consequence. And so Frank Reich gets what he tolerates. And yesterday it was a mess, complete disorganized mess. Penalties upon penalties 
that were just dumb and looked, again, like the Colts. Every time I thought, oh, God, what the Colts do now? I was like, wait a minute. Frank Reich's on the other sidelines. I think it's likely that the Panthers were the undisciplined team and that they did something even dumber than the Colts would have done last year. And I was right most of the time. That team yesterday was undisciplined and unfocused and shot themselves in the foot so often that they left the game without feet. Um, 10 penalties, 81 yards. And, and it was the timing of the penalties, more than the penalties themselves. The timing of the penalties for the Panthers just absolutely deleterious to the cause of victory. Uh, they got a chance to head into the bye week at 5-5. Five and five. If they can win this weekend in Germany, they got a real chance to do something. And, and so, you know, you get your head right and your body right during the bye week, and you come back. Maybe Juju Brents comes back after the bye week and he's good to go. And if Juju Brents is back at 100%, your corners, you're not all that worried about. Your safeties aren't great. Your your linebackers aren't great either. Maybe Shaq gets his his head and his body right for that, uh, for that push into the last six games. We'll see. You, you got a chance here. Jonathan Taylor getting things right. Michael Pittman Jr.'s gotten the hell kicked out of him, you know, through nine games. We'll see. Uh, good. You know what? Gardner Minshew is clean. That's all he's got to be. Just don't throw a pick. He came close a couple of times, but he didn't get it done. Didn't throw the pick for the Panthers. And so, good for Gardner Minshew. Matt Gay. How about Matt Gay? There's no doubt with Matt Gay. 57 yards is like, all right. You know, that's three. We'll take the three. Got the three. Good. Uh, the bad... Panthers are straight garbage. A win over them only means you they were terribler than the Colts. And and that's they were more mistake prone. And they, you know, football is that kind of comparative game. You you only got to you don't need to be the best team in the NFL to win this week. You just got to be better than the team you're playing against and the Colts were obviously better than the team they were playing against, especially given Kenny Moore's two pick sixes. Uh, other than clean, though, you know, Minshew was 17 of 26 for 127 yards. That's a 4.9 yard per attempt average. Again, you don't have to be great. You just have to be better than your counterpart. Bryce Young yesterday, 4.4 uh, yards per attempt. More on that in a minute. Uh, but Bryce Young, I got well, I'll tell you what the more is. Even if you redrafted today, even with Anthony Richardson's shoulder healing from surgery and he ain't going to be back until 2024, I would take Anthony Richardson over Bryce Young all day and twice on Sunday. I want no part of Bryce Young as my franchise quarterback. Alton Honors says, second easiest remaining schedule. How do you feel? And that's exactly right. They Their opponents, I believe, have won 41% of their games to this point. So how do I feel? I feel like the Colts have got to find a way to be better than their opponent every single week that they're going to win. they got to be better than the Patriots this week in Germany. That isn't going to be easy for them. The Patriots aren't good, but the Colts, you know what? They tend to play down to their opponents. They need some breaks. They need a pick six. 
They need a costly turnover. They need a special teams play. Uh, JT, not great yesterday. 18 carries, 47 yards against the NFL's 29th-ranked run defense, i.e. Carolina. They weren't good. Uh, And what's not good is they they kind of showed you the recipe to beat the Colts. Uh, Stop the run. Make Minshew beat you with his arm. Uh, That didn't get done. You know what I mean? They stopped the run, the, but the 14 points directly coming from Kenny Moore were, I, you can't overstate how huge those were. Uh, nothing ugly about a win, but Isaiah McKenzie, you've got to be able to field a punt if you're going to be in that position. And if you can't field a punt and then run without dropping it one out of every 10 times, you got to throw your hand up in the air and fair catch that bad boy. you got to do that every time. That's it. Hopefully the Colts get over on the the Patriots this week and go into the bye five and five. That would be superb. And then, you know, you got what? You got the Bucks, and then you got the Titans, and then you got the Bengals. Not as easy as the Panthers. Panthers are straight garbage. They are a terrible football team. Poorly coached, poorly populated, poorly staffed. Not good. The only thing I like about that team is the defensive coordinator. Um... Indiana with an almost inconceivable win on Saturday afternoon against Wisconsin. My sister and her husband and and their boys all went down because their youngest son, Sean, is a senior at the Kelly School of Business. So they go and they have a big tailgate, and it's a lot of fun, and we had a great time. And they went to the game at about halftime. Um, other people like that, that south of the stadium, that expanse of lawn, right, uh, that green where people park, and people tailgate. It was packed, and it stayed packed beyond kickoff. They say no tailgating after kickoff. Really? Come on. How are you going to stop people from doing that? The Hoosiers held on to win 20-14. to Aaron Casey, had, every single week, plays his balls off. He is awesome for Indiana. The leader of that defense is just making play after play after play after play, and it's gorgeous. And he won that game. And Wisconsin injuries, one of my sister's boys, Tate, went to Wisconsin. And he said, ah, the quarterbacks hurt. You know, the running backs hurt. Receivers, I don't care. Indiana gets a win. No excuses. No excuses from Wisconsin. Come on. Uh, But Aaron Casey, four tackles for loss in that game against Wisconsin. And that's not because the quarterback is hurt, or a receiver's hurt, or a running back's hurt, that's because he just straight beat the offensive line. Good for him. Still ball eligible. You win at Illinois, you win against Michigan State, you win the bucket game, and you go bowling. Tell me which of those games Indiana can't win. Coming off the game, the way it played against Penn State, did you see what Penn State did to Maryland on Saturday? Holy crap. They're a really good football team, and Indiana played them to within an inch of their lives the previous Saturday and beat Wisconsin. Indiana is roving. We don't say that very often, and every time we do, we pay for it. Uh, Purdue at Samford tonight, 6.30 at Mackey on BTN. Pacers at the Victor Wembenyamas. That game is 7 o'clock at Cambridge Fieldhouse, the only visit by Victor Wembenyama to Cambridge Fieldhouse. Butler hosts EMU, that's Eastern Michigan to you, and that's on the Fox app, not even on TV. 
IU tomorrow night, 6.30 on BTM against uh, BTN. FGSU from Fort Myers, I believe. Caleb Williams in tears after USC lost to Washington. Not just in tears, not like sitting on the bench crying, but went up to, into the stands to cry with his mother. I don't want to see that. You, you want to do that like in the bowels of the stadium without prying eyes watching? That's cool. I don't like watching a man cry in his mother's arms. Uh, whether that man is 18, 22, 42, 62, it really doesn't matter. I don't like seeing tears. Boy, mother, man, mother. No, no. Does that mean you're not going to draft him? Probably not, but my God. Like, you, you've got a... You're on a team of men with men. And that's not to say that men can't cry. But if if you're in the locker room and you're crying with with your teammates, with your brothers, that's a slightly better look than crying with your mom. Like I I don't get it. That and that's that's gotta be encouraged by the mom in order to happen. Like I think my mom would have hit me in the head and said, Hey, get your ass with your teammates. You out of your mind? There are cameras out here. You crazy person? And my dad, I don't think, I, my dad would never have talked to me again. There's, there are different ways to be a man today than the ways that were encouraged by boys in becoming men back in the day. And, and those ways aren't all better. But I don't think this is good, to tell you the truth. I, I'm not as dead set against it as like Jalen Whit, or, uh, Jason Whitlock on Twitter on X, but still don't like it. Let's celebrate some birthdays. The great Eric Casilius, happy birthday. Kimberly Owen McNamara, happy birthday. Jordan Height, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Just be nice to people. Lift people up. All of our problems, all of them, can be solved by us treating each other nicer. It's just that easy. Is that like a Gen Z sort of life deal? I don't know. But being nice is a hell of a lot more fun and a hell of a lot more rewarding than being a prick. So don't be a prick. Be nice. Lift each other up. How about that? The radio show coming up in a few minutes on WGCLradio.com. Then you've got uh, all kinds of stuff today. I mean, my God, we'll hear from Shane Steich and all of that. And as a better you demand, perfection in my book, he delivers NFL, college football, brand new cash out system, gives you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay, hit cash out early if you like, use the funds on another bet or let it ride for a chance at a bigger payday. Join the MyBookie family for an entire season filled with odds boosts, free bets, super contests, uh, my bookie has a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quick. Use promo code KENT on a deposit of $50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly to your MyBookie account. Bet your deposit amount once, and you're ready to cash out at any time. Again, that's promo, Ken, promo code KENT to claim your cash deposit bonus. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie.com.